When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Thank you for listening to this DuPont Media production, available on all major podcast platforms. This is Rod Peterson On Demand. Laid back and kicking it, let's head back to the studio. Here's Rod. It's hour two of the RP show, everybody, and we're just going to jump right into the deep end here. Moose DuPont's here, RP here, and our entire crew uh, behind this wall over here. It's the big hour. You're all waiting for Charleston Hughes, the CFL sack king, Canada's version of Aaron Donald. J.J. Watt's going to be with us coming up in segment two, live from the set of his podcast, Better With Age. But I'm going to tell you something. We cracked the lid off a cornucopia of something, and that is discussing with our viewers on YouTube. If you're just joining us, I was chatting with Jim Hobson this morning, Hall of Fame, president of the Saskatchewan Rough Riders, and I said, Hoppy, you're not going to believe. He's like, things are going great, eh? I'm like, yeah, you're not going to believe a third of our viewers are in America. And he said, why is that? And I said, because I think they love the CFL talk and the hockey talk. They don't get any of it down there. So near the end of hour one, I said, we got guys watching from Texas and Oklahoma. They're football guys. So I've been going back and forth with them, and they love it. Got a new new guy here, Kyle Plamondon. He says the CFL was a hit. And the reason they're talking about this is I said the CFL should move into America for one year, 2021. They're actually playing sports down there. Can you believe it? And they're letting people in the stadiums. None of which is happening here. So Kyle Plamondon says the CFL was a hit in Baltimore back in the 90s. Maybe try there again. So anyways, you and I were laughing in the break. You were filling your coffee and I was using the facilities. And I said, what a, what a, what a shock conversing with your customers. Yeah. Talk to your fans and they enjoy it. <laughs> Who would have thunk it? <laughs> Who would have thunk it? So anyways, Chucky coming up along with his partner, Johan Lazinski, and overall badass Amanda Ruler. But I'll introduce you in her long resume. Former member of the Legends Football League, LA Temptations. She's quite a treat. We love her. She'll be with us later on this hour. And before we get into the Quick Six Show topics, just to break with tradition for a moment, if you look at your calendar, it is February 2nd. That's Groundhog's Day. So, you're wondering what happened this morning. Are you ready? Can you keep a straight face this time? I'll try. Three of Canada's most famous weather prognosticating groundhogs are predicting an early spring. Nova Scotia's Shubana, Shubana Caddy Sam and Quebec's Fred Lamarmot both had good news for their handlers this morning. They saw their shadow. 
Wyerton, Ontario's famous albino groundhog, Wyerton Willie, was actually a no-show this morning. I guess he slept in. Or he just said, screw it, I'm out, I'm done. Did you think like, that's probably the more likely scenario? Wake him up. Are we still doing this? Okay, I'm out. I'm out. I'm done. <laughs> still, what? Why do I gotta wear this damn mask? Bugger off. But in Gobbler's Knob, Pennsylvania, <laughs> Punxsutawney Phil emerged from his burrow to forecast six more weeks of winter. Did I just hear a roar go up from downstairs? Yeah. They're watching the show down there, huh? I think so. I'll say it again. Gobbler's Knob, Pennsylvania. Punxsutawney Phil emerged from his burrow to forecast six more weeks of winter. So there you go. Ah, here's our viewers on YouTube. Rich Allenders in Boston, Massachusetts. Brian Farnham's in Atlin, B.C. They're all writing where they're from here, so that's pretty cool. But let's get into the quick six uh, show topics, please, Director Jordan. Number one, of course, is that it's Groundhog's Day. So since I was a little kid, a wee little lad, I never quite figured it out. Six more weeks of winter, we're in Canada. Shadow or not, we're getting six more weeks of... (laughs) Look at the calendar, it's February 2nd. Duh. Point two, Monday... NHL leftovers. The Leafs are still the number one team in Canada, and they didn't play last night, but the Habs are nipping at their heels. I haven't quite figured out why the NHL.com doesn't have Toronto in their top five teams in the power rankings, but they do have Montreal. And the Calgary Flames won two in a game in Winnipeg that the Jets fans are really upset, and I don't quite understand. It went to a shootout. That's a 50-50. That's an either-or scenario. And one was on a fluky goal. Chris Tanev scored from inside his own blue line. We covered that extensively last hour. Don't blame Connor Hellebuck. I've been in that position before. The puck hooked right at the last minute. It was like a knuckleball, like the bottom fell out of. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of guys that have been made to look silly that way, and I hate TSN's worst play of the day because they're making somebody look bad every day. But I didn't watch any of these games. I watched Boston come back from a 3-0 deficit against Washington and beat the Capitals 5-3. What a war down there in the Mass Mutual division. I can tell you this, hockey's fun every single night. Yes. It's not boring. That's for sure. It was it was a wild night. I mean, I like the Goudreau shootout move. I talked about that. It was was a special part of the of, of the night and yeah, it was uh it was a fun night. Um the Canadian division it's so interesting because you've got, you know, Florida even in the in the in the US 5-0-1-1, haven't played a lot of games. Vegas has taken games off. They're 5-1-1, I think. Yeah. So you look at the top teams, it'll even out when they start playing more games. Canada's team, the Vegas Golden Knights. Yeah. Uh, by the way, James Thrice watching in Oklahoma, he says Wyerton Willie's quarantining. Oh. If you want to know why, I didn't, why he was a no-show today, that's why. You'd think they'd know that. Point three, there are uh, eight games tonight because one's been postponed, the Islanders game. So among the three, among the eight games tonight, Vancouver at Montreal, Calgary at Winnipeg, Ottawa at Edmonton, they're all great. Point four, because this is what people really want to talk about today here in the warm-up for the Four Seasons Sports Palace. Come in and warm up at the Four Seasons, your home for the NFL. Ten people let go in the CFL office today, and... 
I think we've realized by now that I look at things a lot differently than everybody else. I'm not saying I'm right and you're wrong or you're right and I'm wrong. But the CFL people, the stakeholders, everybody involved in the CFL believes they're going to play. They're saying late August, more than likely Labor Day. So people are saying, why are they laying people off if they're going to play? It makes no sense. They're laying people off because they're streamlining. They're getting down to a skeleton staff. That's why they're doing it. My commentary today on Cat Country 98 FM was, what took so long? I'm not an advocate of anybody losing their job ever. I'm an advocate of people doing well. You know that. Mm -hmm. And making as much money as they can. But the CFL, I've seen in front of my own eyes, worked in the league for 20 years. It just grew too big in terms of staff and salaries. I'm sorry. It's the truth. And they're paying for it. And the pandemic has brought all of this to light. The CFL was a flickering candle in the good times. Pandemic hits. That's what happened in 2020. Didn't take much. Didn't take much. So now they think they're going to be able to play. They think they're going to be able to get limited crowds. But there's no way they could pay those salaries. Top heavy staff. I said it last hour. I'll say it now. There were single-digit staff in the CFL office when I began in the league in the 90s. And as of this, off, this last offseason, there were 90. And I think now the majority have been let go. I'm not, I don't like it. But if they're going to play, this is what they're going to have to do because the revenue is minimal. So to point five, this is just a pie in the sky that I put out on Twitter on the weekend. And man, has it got legs. Move the CFL to the USA for 2021. Got a lot of people upset. I got a lot of people saying, that's a great idea. I don't know if you remember the name Larry Justanus, former CFL player. He's running an uh, elite prep academy in, I think, Hamilton, southern Ontario somewhere. He wrote me and said, I like your ideas. I said, well, not many else do, but thanks. Then he goes, keep them coming. I don't really think the CFL is going to move to America in 2021. I think it should be examined why not? 60% of the league is from there, the players. Jeff Kozak wrote in and said, well, don't forget that you got to have uh, Canadians. You're mandatory Canadians. Well, maybe it's time to scrap the, the mandatory ratio, redo the CBA, because you're going to have to redo it anyways, and let Canadians stand on their own two legs in terms of merit in the Canadian Football League. But I'm failing to see what the issue is of having Canadians. There's, in in the America, States. you can't enforce the ratio on their soil. Why not? That's what happened in the 90s. That's why the American teams played with all right, Americans. Right, but you're not expanding to the States. You're just going to play in temporary homes. I'm so, not sure how the American government would, would view that. It's, I think it's still an operated... You know, you're not launching franchises in those communities. You're not creating businesses... In those you're renting them. You're, you're, renting. Rent, you're renting space. It's like us going down and doing a show in Houston. We don't get to abide by American employment laws or, you know, those types of things. We're yep. just going down there on a vacation, a visa. See what spitballing does and brainstorming? Right. right. I mean, so there you go, Jeff. Take that. Yeah. But this isn't the same as the U.S.-based teams in Canada. We're just going on a vacation. We're going to take our show to Fight Island, to the USA as our destination for the year. Where We're not U.S. Moving. antitrust laws are exempt. Mailing address is still Regina, still Winnipeg. It's still And you're Toronto. watching on TSN. Yeah. So, thank you. We solved that. 
And you get fans Just in like the that. stands. And you can get fans in the stands, make a little money, don't have to worry about what's going on in Canada. John Schmeiser says U.S. labor laws would prohibit. John's in Kansas City. He says U.S. labor laws would prohibit the Canadian ratio, which we just covered. Need a work permit for the players. So maybe that came in a little late. Darren Bradley writes in, a viewer, Caesar. He says, like the traveling circus. State fair football, y'all. And we're going on the road. We're taking it on the road. Woo! Uh, point six, Super Bowl media day. That was yesterday. TB12, Tom Brady says he will play past the age of 45. I say, why not? I didn't even know till last hour we had Jim Lang with us, part of our Super Week coverage as we cover the big game for Original 16 Ultra Lager. The Kansas City, the Chiefs are still in KC. Mm -hmm. That's literally a dream for Andy Reid, which, by the way, probably a benefit for them. When you think about it, if you're thinking about who's going to win and point spread and that kind of thing, yeah. no distractions is my point. No distractions. I mean, if he wanted to be in Tampa to get, you know, climatized, the weather, the the environment, the time, everything, um, maybe he would take them down there sooner. But, I mean, he's doing what he wants to do. Having that freedom is wonderful for Kansas City. It's wonderful to be able to, you know, plan a travel week like any other travel week during the year. That's pretty cool. Um, viewer Robin wants to know, is this the face-off early for the Mad Greek restaurant and ultimate fan zone? No, we actually telegraphed the face-off and we were going to talk about the poll question. Thank you for reminding me, Robin, who is going to throw for more yards in Super Bowl 55? That is the poll question for Capital Automobile Universal Collision Center, but also is going to be the face-off later on. Tom Brady or Patrick Mahomes? Please, Darren, tell me what it's saying. Well, I can see from here, 58%. For Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. I voted for Tom because I want Tom to win everything. But I actually think Mahomes will throw for more yards. But later on in the show, we will debate that. Stacey Champagne watching from Access Television, where we will debut this Saturday on Access. That's right. First time ever. He says, CFL, Conklin Football League. You know what he means by that, right? I don't. Conklin was the company that owned all the rides Ah. at the fair. Conklin Midway. Nice, Stacy. He's not old enough. I think the CFL may end up, when we're done here, standing for the Continental Football League. So there will still be a CFL. Like, my wife dug out a pair of wristbands the other day. Remember wristbands when you were a kid? How yeah. cool they had CFL on them. She's like, should I throw these out? And I'm like, no! I don't even think they make those things anymore. And it had the old Maple Leaf logo, the half Maple Leaf logo on them. Wow. That's cool. The one that looked so great until the new commissioner came along and sliced it. But anyways, there will be a CFL, but I think it'll be Continental Football League. You're going to have to get used to it, folks. That was a cool logo. <laughs> it was the hot. Best. It was hot. As a matter of fact, when it came in, I'll never forget. When I came into the league, thank gosh, I still have some of the clothes. It was the helmet with the white maple leaf, red CFL letters. Very hot. And I still have some of the, that clothing. But then when the commissioner, Jeff Giles, in 2000 said, we're going to switch the logo and it's going to be a half maple leaf. It looks like it's moving. It looks like it's jumping out of the CFL. Nobody was even mad. 
because it's so cool. Yeah. And I, I we're totally not planned, or I would ask Clark to have these logos to put up. Although all you viewers know what they look like anyways. But I was sitting in the Fairmont Hotel in downtown Winnipeg, Friday morning of Grey Cup 2015, when Jeffrey Orge, the commissioner, just decided to go, surprise, we're changing the logo. I'm like, what? And I didn't like the logo to begin with, and I still don't like the logo to begin with. I was thinking about this last night. Sorry that I'm on a real roll here, but I was in the grocery store, and I bought a bottle of ketchup. I'm like, Heinz hasn't changed this logo in 50 years. Dairy Queen, Coca-Cola, A&W, all the best brands don't change. Am I right? That's right. And here we are. I worked in the league 20 years under three different logos. Kim Murphy... Under four, the legendary referee. How did I get off on this? More tangent? logos than commissioners. How did I get off on this tangent? <clears throat> I don't know, but I like it. <clears throat> Jeff, the Stampeders fan, says, uh, I still wear Adidas wrist and headbands. I bet you do. <laughs> and he says, I'm personally okay with the new CFL logo. I don't hate it. But why did we need to do it? And, and the thing is, tell everybody that we, got, we, have a, we have something coming Friday morning. You're going to want to tune in and watch our live stream of our news conference from the Grey Cup, the state of the franchise from the commissioner. None of that happened. It was literally jack in a box. Surprise, new logo. And the thing that really burnt my butt was for the Sunday Grey Cup game, they didn't have any hats for the referees. So the referees were wearing the old logos Ooh. on their hats. That's just, yeah. Hastily done. Anyways, you're all waiting, and it's next for Charleston Hughes and Johan Lazinski from the Better With Age podcast. This has been the warm-up. You're watching the RP Show on Game Plus TV, live daily on YouTube, and listen live for Suds Full Service Car Wash at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Oh, yeah. He's back. Time for more of the Rod Peterson Show. Welcome back, everybody. Indeed, we are. And uh, we're going to get into viewer takeover as well because we get a lot of questions for our next two guests. Pending free agent defensive lineman Charleston Hughes, the reigning sack king of the Canadian Football League, and his podcast partner, Johan Lozinski, longtime buddy of mine. Join us from the set of their very popular podcast, Better With Age. Good afternoon, gentlemen. How are we doing today? Doing pretty good. What's up, Roddy? How are you doing? Hey, good to hear popcorn. from you guys. <laughs> I got <laughs> yeah, my popcorn. popcorn. I got my beer. I'm all set. Let's do oh, this. Well, I'm going to ask you some questions, too, so hang on. Don't stuff your face just yet. But Charleston, <laughs> Charleston, late last week, I got word that you guys had asked to come on the program today to talk about a variety of things. So I'm just going to start with the floor is yours. What, what, what did you guys want to talk about today here on the RP Show? Um, really just the, you know, the transformation of what we've been doing for the last, you know, little bit. You know, I guess me and Johan kind of put this idea together with coming up with a podcast. And we even kind of left the name of what we're going to name the podcast up to the fans because it just started off as just, yeah, let's just have some fun. Let's just kind of sign on, do our, do our own thing when it comes to, you know, speaking to people or bringing guests on. And then it got to a point where it was, it was then like, hey, 
this is kind of fun. I kind of like this. You know, I think we, I think we're on to something here. And then after a while, you really just kind of take off and continue to evolve and continue to progress over time. And, you know, our our public speaking skills got a little bit better over time. And we're at a point now where we're we're going to be taking the show big time. <laughs> well, I could see that, and uh, we'll get to Johan because if anybody knows big time, it's Johan. But I didn't know, I didn't because I've watched the podcast. I didn't know it was fan named Charleston. So was that the case? And what were some of the other uh, names that come up? Do you remember? I don't know, man. Like people came up with some crazy stuff where it was more like SAS SAS oriented or calling it. Uh, Chucky's Chucky's Chuckles and it was all kind of crazy names that was out there and I'm thinking like nah and then Better With Age came across the screen and I think it was a a Calgary fan who actually came up with that name and I thought you know what I like that Better With Age you know that kind of symbolizes me and my career and you know kind of the direction I've been taking you know for these last maybe six years or wherever you deem somebody is is supposed to be old but (laughs) as long as you keep getting better with age that's all that matters right I think it's very classy. I think it's very suitable for both of you guys. And I'm pumped to help you out in any way that we can. And, and we are going to talk actual football with Charleston in a moment. But, Johan, you and I had a great visit the other night at Ballers. I guess it was the night of the Mike Tyson fight. And you were telling me about the success of the show. And I was very happy with you, Charleston, or for you. And part of that conversation Charleston was there for. Has it kind of caught you off guard that it's been as successful as it has better with age? And, and why do you think that it is? Yeah, of course it caught me off guard. I mean, we we started this over, like most of our conversations with Charleston, we started over uh, a few beers and we started to be able to, uh, you know, talk about stuff. And we just thought that, you know, with COVID, we had a lot of free time on our hands. And we said, well, why don't we start this, doing this? We thought maybe we'd start off with five shows. And with Charleston's Connections, we said, okay, let's get, uh, you know, Nick Lewis would be a great one to start off with and see if we can get Eberly on the show and see if we can get Lamar Woodley on the show and it's really just kind of taken off on its own. Now we're up to 40 shows. Uh, we've had some fantastic guests such as Pinball Clemens and Grant Fuhr was unbelievable. The Reeves brothers, I mean, uh, Ryan and Chris Getzlaff. I mean, you just look at some of the lists of some of these guys and, and it's really been, um, for me as a fan, growing up watching these athletes and, and even some of the people from today, just to be able to sit back and now talk to them, it's just been Unbelievable. So we're kind of very lucky that we got Charleston's the, the talent agent. He's a man of many hats. He's not only the star, but he goes out and gets all the uh, majority of the guests for the show and Dallas Smith, country music singer and things like that. And the way that it's turned out, such a positive response from such of our many viewers that it's uh, turned, we decided to be able to take this to the next level. And we're very lucky to, to join up with IKS Media here and, uh, and kind of maybe follow in the footsteps of what you guys are doing over there. Well, good for you, Johan, and uh, yeah, so we're following it closely, supporting it uh, in any way possible, but I just got to say, where does one find an Argos golf shirt any within a thousand miles of here? Where do you get one, and why are you wearing it? <laughs> That's, uh, you know, maybe stirring the pot a little. I take after uh, Charleston in, in that regard that I'm an Argo fan from back in the day. I grew up in Saskatoon, but um, living in Saskatoon in the 80s, early 80s, we didn't get to see uh, too many football games on TV, so... I grew up watching Terry Greer and Conrich Holloway, and, and those guys became my favorite team to watch. Even though I was living in Saskatoon, uh, we didn't get a chance to, to go up to too many games here in Regina. 
So I started to watch those guys, and those, that was how I became an Argo fan, living in Saskatoon. And, of course, uh, I've been able to get to Toronto and I've watched uh, lots of games there, and um, I just thought today might be a little bit appropriate uh, to wear uh, an Argo shirt for the show after all the recent moves they've uh, made, and, and that's, how I've, uh, that's how I'm an Argos fan. I'm with you, Johan. Conreg Holloway, I, I grew up yeah. watching him too. Love him, love Gil- him. Gil, Gil the Thrill. thrill. Yeah. Gil the Thrill. So, yeah, so even Chucky, you know who he is. So, Charleston, so down to, to brass tacks to talk actual football. We okay. saw the writers had their statement on Friday regarding contract negotiations with you, and then you tweeted, if anybody wants the truth, let me know. Well, we're here asking, what's the truth? What, what can you say here today about your contract status in the CFL? Um. Basically, about the, the contract status is, I guess, the best, that's the best way I can look at it and the best way I can talk about it is just saying that, you know, we're just at a crossroad. And, you know, the team is viewing things one way and I'm viewing things another way. And we're just, you know, stuck at a standpoint. And, you know, the, the conversation was good at first. You know, we had some, some real good talks where I thought things were heading in a good direction. Um, and yeah, like I said, man, we're at a crossroad. I don't, I don't know what direction I'm gonna, I'm gonna take from here. You know, I've already spoken to to other teams throughout the league, so I got a good idea of of what's going on in the market. Like, you know, how teams are valuing you, me, me, and what I bring to the table. You know, on and off the field, and I have to take into evaluation of what the riders have offered to me too, right? So. When, it, when it's really said and done, I have offers on the table from other teams, and I'm at a, at a crossroad where the team really isn't looking to, I would say, to, to have me in Saskatchewan. Um, they're not looking to really match any offer that, that I've been given or that I've brought back to the table to the team. So it's a, it's a situation where I'm put in a position where I either have to stay here or leave. And then that's really the, the, the truth of the situation. So there's nothing to say that's bad about what the team has operated with me and, and you know, how their approach was. I think they approached everything with the utmost profession as possible. And I, th- I felt like I've done the same thing the whole entire time. You know, at no point in time did I ever say I was going to not take a pay cut. At no point in time did I ever say that I'd I definitely don't want to be a Saskatchewan Rough Rider. But like I said, now I'm at a crossroad where you have the path on the right and you have the path on the left. And which one are you going to take? Because it's one that'll be, you know, it'll, it'll affect me and my, and my family for the, for, the, for the rest of my playing career, right? Yeah, well, it kind of sounds more like an impasse, right? You're not changing. They're not changing. So, I mean, crossroads, impasse, it's kind of the same thing. But there are many sides to this because, you know, I've been doing this a long time and just about every one. Guys come to mind, Stevie Bags and Corey Sheets, who left for more money and then realize, I wish I hadn't done that. But you're a smart guy. Like, I should have stayed because it wasn't all about money. This has run through your mind, obviously. And I got to think you're getting a lot of advice from football people. I mean, yeah, I get a lot of advice, man. And, you know, I put I put the, all those factors into play, so I never make a like a, a irrational decision, thinking that yeah I'm a I'm a I'm a turn right or I'm gonna take this direction, knowing that 
I know what's going to happen if I, if I make a decision on my own. I know what I'm looking for. I know exactly how I have my mind made up. I know how it's mapped out in my head. And, I mean, most of those guys that say that, I mean, they just made a decision that wasn't rational. It wasn't smart. It wasn't well thought out. So I still, it's still early. I still have, what, about seven days? Yeah, about seven days before I can actually make an a, official decision. So whether I, whether I stay or leave, I mean, it was, it was awesome being here. I still have intentions of being here, but we'll see what happens. Maybe, maybe something will change over the, over the last couple. Yeah, well, there's a lot of pressure on the Rough Riders, as we've seen from external sources coming in to re-sign you from the media, coming from the fans. Uh, viewer Tom Geiger says, absolutely respect his honesty. Miranda Foster says, Charleston, we have more hunting to do. You know I want you to stay, but we will always be friends. Uh, friends of ours from Rockstar Supply Chain Solutions, one of our sponsors said, if we sponsor your podcast, will you stay? How about this GoFundMe idea? Like, hey, let's be honest. Oh, there's man, pr- there's yeah, pressure that, going even on. That, there's, there's pressure going on the riders, but there's pressure going on you. You're seeing they're tugging at your heart, Chucky. Yeah, they are, man. Like, like I said, man, it's not an easy decision, um, but it is a decision that has to be made. I mean, when you're put when you're put in a in a rock and a hard place, and you and you and I know in my heart that I had every intention of being here, but it has to be a, it has to be a want from both sides, right? It has to be all right. I want to be here. I'm showing that I want to be here, and it has to come from the other side too, and say, okay, we've we've exhausted every option of trying to help you be here we've we've given you every reason to be here so i mean it has to be a mutual feeling from both sides and i mean that's the way it lies right now i admire your backbone because a lot of it has to do with respect and what a guy believes he's worth jorgen hughes is watching we all love jorgen uh riders long snappers watching in saskatoon he says stay chuck more rooster tailing to do <laughs> I've lived here my whole life. What is rooster tailing? I have no clue what rooster tailing is, but I'm pretty sure it's something good. Oh, <laughs> yeah, no oh he's talking about the, the sack dance that I did. When I was <laughs> oh, that! Yeah, 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 you got several. You got several in the bag. Well, look, uh, anything else, Charleston, before I throw it over to Johan to, for any last words? Anything else? Yeah, I mean, just a simple fact that, you know what, I love Rider Nation. You know, the years that I was here was... Some of the best years of, of my playing career, that's for damn sure. Um, and I've racked up a lot of sacks on this team in a short amount of time. And, you know, I've pretty much made this place home. I've, I've built a podcast business with <laughs> Johan. I've, I've built a, a construction business with Mac Henry. I don't know what Mac Henry going to do without your boy. <laughs> but, <laughs> but you know what? I'm going to still be here for him. I'm going to still be you know, rocking away with them until, until we figure out what's going on, whether I'm coming or going. Well, uh, I want what's best for you. That's all that I'll say, because I know you're a good human being and a smart one, and you got a lot of gas left in the tank. Johan, last word goes to you, my man. Better with age. What are we talking about? What do you want people to know? Um, you know, just uh, if, you, if you're interested in watching a lighthearted, fun episode with anybody that knows Charleston Hughes, he is worth his money in entertainment and watching him. He's a character. He's awesome, and he knows so many people. And what we're trying to bring is just something, a lighthearted show to be able to entertain some people. So we have a great show coming up tomorrow with our new format. 
Uh, Theo Fleury is going to be our uh, one of our guest tomorrow, and he even. Uh, kind of does a part-time agent gig for Charleston, and you'll hear his uh, first pitch to the Saskatchewan Rough Riders to see if they can, uh, his advice to the Saskatchewan Riders management about uh, Charleston Hughes. So we're going to have a, a lot of fantastic guests, and we're just happy to be on board uh, as part of this team. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. That Glad be to be today? teammates. Yo, Fleury's my agent. <laughs> yeah. there's nobody else i'd want <laughs> that guy that guy will fight to the death for you all right guys i appreciate it good luck with everything thank you appreciate Thanks, it charleston hughes and johan lozinski joining us from the set of the better with age podcast and so for all of our viewers across canada and uh, and the 31 states uh dupes there you go that is the like, I don't think I'm over-exaggerating when I say the Aaron Donald of the CFL, the J.J. Watt, which incidentally, I looked up the guys who had the most sacks the last four years. Those are the two in the NFL. Some major star here. And I'm trying to think of what I read. Now, I've heard a lot of things behind the scenes the last few days. So what he just said wasn't huge news to me. And I'm not sure no. that it was to you either. No. But what about for the viewers? I... Did you get a sense of what he's going to do there? Johan's wearing an Argo shirt. Of course I got a sense for what he's going to do. Are you kidding? Okay. As soon as it came on the screen, I saw it. I'm like, I see Johan. I mean, that's the rumor, so it's fun. He's playing it up and, um, you know, really great. And uh, But you know what? Charleston said he still wants to be here, right? He still wants to be here. So he's taking offers. He's getting offers. He's kind of getting a sense of what the value is out there for him. And he's bringing those back to Saskatchewan and saying, Look at this is all like, you know, if you wonder what I'm asking for. Said he, he said he's willing to take a pay cut, right? But here's the market value. You know, I want to be here. He could just leave and not do that. I mean, I think it would be very, very disappointing if he didn't return to Saskatchewan. Well, from one of our viewers here, Thomas Abbott says, you can't get rid of your stars. So there's a lot of pressure on the Saskatchewan Rough Riders here. And, and that's why I say for our viewers, yeah, we're a hockey country. We're in the thick of hockey season. The CFL isn't even playing, although we're starting to think that they will. But <laughs> this is big news. And Chris Jones and I spoke last week, and Jones said how they still won't forgive him in Saskatchewan for cutting John Chick. A rush edge just like this. And this is what they're facing for the Saskatchewan Rough. These fans don't forget. So if they let Charleston Hughes go over $15,000, we're looking at a turning point moment here for this franchise. But let's be fair to the riders, to Jeremy O'Day a little bit too, in the situation. He's got to make tough decisions, right? And, and Chris Jones talked about that, right? How many guys can you have taking up a million or more dollars of your cap? It's only a $5 million cap, right? Not a lot of room for a lot of players to, to, to juggle. So you have to make those tough decisions. And they're not going to be liked by everybody. But that's what you get paid to do. So he's struggling. I hope he's struggling with understanding the value of keeping Charles. And that's a tough choice, too, to say, look, at it. I, my, my football sense says I can bring these guys in younger and cheaper and it will be better for our team. But you also have to think about what's better for the overall organization, too. It's a hard thing. Jeff in Winnipeg says, oh, man, John Chick all over again if that happens. And Chris Jones specifically brought that up to me. He's like, they still haven't forgiven me for that. So that is what the riders are looking at here. Anyways, we got Amanda Ruler coming in. We got a sports update. We've got uh, viewer takeover. So hang on. We'll be right back. You're watching the RP Show on Game Plus Television. YouTube Live daily and listen live for Suds Full Service Car Wash at rodpeterson.com. 
Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Laid back and kicking it. Let's head back to the studio. Here's Rod. Uh, just ahead of a sports update, then Amanda Ruler, overall badass. Aaron Nygaard, one of our viewers, writes in and he says, Ryder fans may still hate Chris Jones for that. He didn't care about that then. It doesn't now. Business is business. Nope, you're wrong. And I just talked to him, Chris Jones, and it still bothers him. So, there. Sport. What? People want to be liked. Right. You know, it's still, you you just, you don't know what you're talking about. You just want to straighten it out. You make hard decisions and you know you're going to make people upset. It still doesn't feel good to make people upset. That bothers you. It's a rematch in Winnipeg tonight as the Jets host the Flames following Calgary's 4 3 shootout win last night. The game will be the second of three straight between the North Division rivals at Bell MTS Place. The Canadians will try and make it two in a row over the Canucks tonight as Montreal hosts Vancouver. Totter Toffoli has feasted on his former team. He scored a Montreal 6-2 win last night for his sixth goal against the Canucks this season. The Ottawa Senators are hoping for a better outcome tonight in Edmonton after an 8-5 loss to the Oilers on Sunday. That one extended their losing streak to seven games. And the Raptors and Magic meet again tonight following Toronto's victory over Orlando Sunday. The Raptors beat the Magic 115-102 behind a strong performance from Spicy P in Tampa. This time the two teams are an hour and a half drive northeast in Orlando. This sports update for the Tap Brew House and drive through liquor store corner of Rochdale and Pasqua and for Ben Cahoon's G2G Protein Bars, now with eight amazing flavors, including new almond mocha. Order yours at g2gbars.ca. Okay, Amanda Ruler, thank you for uh, sitting through all of that. She is lingerie, sorry, Legends Football League alum, personal trainer, motivational speaker, overall badass, WWE alum, I don't know if I'm forgetting anything, but Amanda, listen, I was watching very closely your point spreads and the conference championships, and you pretty much nailed them right down to the exact score. What's your secret? Um, I'm just trying to do more NFL sports blogging because I think that's where the audience is. I will tell you, last season I tried to do the CFL quite a bit. I was doing my picks and predictions. Not a big audience there. So yeah. I tried to switch it up. Now I'm just doing NFL altogether, and I'm just going with my gut feeling. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't, but you've been seeing it pay off a little bit. <laughs> so I'm just telling you I'm paying attention, and I saw that you got it yeah. right. And as a pro football alum that you are, you're not just throwing something against the wall. You obviously mm-hmm. had a pretty good, good idea how it's going to go. So I'm not going to look back. I'm going to look forward to this Sunday's big game, Super Bowl 55. Have you written a blog on that yet? If you have, I haven't noticed. What's your breakdown of this game? I was just writing it, so I thought I'd give you guys the exclusive before I post it. (laughs) Love it. So I think this is going to be an interesting game because you have the baby goat versus the adult goat. That's what the narrative is on social media and the Twitterverse going forward. But I don't think it's going to be so much Tom Brady versus Patrick Mahomes. It's going to be can Tampa shut down Patrick Mahomes, right? So I think that uh, Tampa did a good job against Green Bay and Aaron Rodgers, but this is the next level up. And I am going to play the villain and say Casey is going to win against Tampa. Boo. I know uh, Casey is missing. Yeah. 
I know, I know. Um, all of a sudden on the Twitterverse, everybody became such a huge Tom Brady fan overnight. And that's where it's at. So I'm going to play the villain. Sorry, guys. I know Casey is missing Eric Fisher, which is going to be huge. Tampa needs to get into that gap and fill that there. But with Hill, and I'm so glad I had Tyreek Hill on my fantasy football this year, and Kelsey. I think it's going to be a hard-fought battle, but I think Casey's going to come away with it, and it's going to be Casey 35 Bucks 32. <laughs> oh, wow. Well, that's what the point spread is, Chiefs by three. I've got Buccaneers yeah. 37, Chiefs 30. But, Darren, if I just, if I may, yes. how long have I been on the Tom Brady? I know people long have jumped time. on it, but as long as I've known you, I've been a Tom Brady fan. Oh, yeah. I know you have, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, and not even a Patriots fan, just a Tom Brady fan. That's right. So, so there's that. So, hey, Amanda, next year, he's pretty much guaranteeing that we will be at Super Bowl broadcasting our show right in front of the stadium. So here's our invite for you to come join us. You've done shows with us uh, from America before, right? So hopefully, from hopefully, and I was there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Now bef- we I, we should move on because listen, I tried to get into WrestleMania. I know it's your thing, and a lot of you guys thing. I got into auto racing this summer, right? And a, a little mm-hmm. bit more of combat. We can't all like the same thing, but I I would have been an idiot to not notice what happened on Sunday in the wrestling world. So why don't you tell me? Was it Royal Rumble? Yeah, um, so WWE Raw was yesterday, and we had kind of the fallout from Royal Rumble, and it was really interesting because we are gearing up for WrestleMania in April, and like I had talked to you guys back in April about WrestleMania, that was quite a show, right? What I thought was awesome about this one is they had more fans, like little digital videos of fans all over the place, so they had more um, pumping in the crowd noise. When I had talked to you previously, they didn't have any crowd noise at all. And the athletes were for, were performing and I wasn't getting into it. But this one, I could definitely get a little bit more into it just because of that. And I felt like the athletes were performing a lot better than I have seen. This was an interesting show. I felt like there wasn't a lot of urgency in the performances leading up to uh, WrestleMania coming up soon in 68 days. <laughs> so I will give it almost a seven seven point five out of ten. That's what I would rate this. Some of the standout performances was um, Edge versus Randy Orton at the end. I thought that that was a cool way to kind of end it. And Edge had won over that. And then you see Alexa Bliss kind of come out in the end and um, kind of distract Orton. She had black stuff ink coming from down her mouth. He got kind of distracted. Then Edge took it and won with that. So it was kind of cool to see Alexis Bliss because when I went to the WWE camp, she was one of the athletes I ended up uh, training with. So it was cool to see her do her thing because I've met her inside and outside of the ring. So Okay, sorry, sorry, sorry. Where's Brock Lesnar in this? Where does Brock fit into this? Where does Brock Lesnar fit into this? Yeah, is he fighting? Um. I hadn't seen him in uh, Last Night Raw at all, and they didn't really mention him. Um, okay. But we had seen uh, Drew McIntyre. He kind of came out in the beginning. Remember how he had won the belt from Brock Lesnar um, in WrestleMania? Mm-hmm. So he will, he will be defending <laughs> that title. <laughs> okay, wait, I watched that because Brock was fighting. Yeah. I actually paid. I plunked down the dough at Access TV to, to, to get the WWE channel, and then Brock lost. I'm like, ah, so, anyways, if Brock's not in it, I remember last year you were quite upset he, about that. <laughs> I know he's my guy. He's my guy. And by the way, uh, Amanda, the viewers are writing in and they're saying there's no way that you would ever be the villain. So you could pick, 
the Chiefs to win by 50 or the Bucks to win by 60, and nobody's <laughs> going to be mad at you. But where can people uh, read your uh, NFL Super Bowl blog? amandabolic.com you guys can check it out and what i do think is kind of awesome as well is we see a lot of women working in the nfl and doing great things uh, we see sarah thomas coming up as one of the first women official to be in the super bowl and uh, we can't forget jennifer king she's a full-time offensive assistant for washington and i think that's amazing seeing all these women doing moving mountains for the NFL, because that just gives me a little bit more inspiration as a woman working in sports, because I just want to end on this note. It's not about what you say to a woman working in sports to her face. It's what you say behind closed doors that raises us up and supports us. So keep doing that. Keep supporting women in sports. Absolutely. And keep working hard with my niece, Sydney, because she's getting, she's heading to the NCAA, as you know, next yeah. fall. So she needs, uh, well, I won't say she needs all the help she can get. She, she's, she's a stud athlete, right? But she can use uh, your help, obviously. So, Amanda, thanks for this. I'm actually working with Charleston. Uh, sorry, I'm actually working with Charleston right now for speed training. <laughs> Yeah. He's going to get faster? <laughs> he's, yeah, he's going to get even faster? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right, Amanda, keep doing what you're doing. We're proud of you. And enjoy Super Bowl Sunday. Thank you so much, you too. Overall badass, Amanda Ruler joining us here on Video Chat. We'll be back with Viewer Takeover right after this. You're watching the RP Show on Game Plus TV, live daily on YouTube, and listen live for Sud, Sud's Full Service Car Wash at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. You got something to say? You want to add to the show? What are you waiting for? Don't just sit there. Say something. Now, back to the studio with Rod. Welcome back, everybody. It's the viewer takeover portion of the program, and we've got uh, face-off as well. I just, I'm smiling like a butcher's dog here because my good friend Kevin Dickey wrote in. He's the athletics director at Acadia University in the Maritimes. And he tweeted, what a great surprise on a storm day in Nova Scotia, Roddy, flipping through channels and saw at Rod Peterson show on TV, hashtag Saskatchewan. But we don't just talk about Saskatchewan dicks. We talk about everything here on the RP show. Yep. But I, for those that don't know, former coach of the Saskatoon Blades, Melfort Mustangs, classmate of my brothers with the Notre Dame Hounds. So, Dick's glad to keep you company. Hope you're staying safe out there in Nova Scotia. We were talking about CFL logos the other day, or sorry, the other hour, and I don't know how it came up. How did it come up? I don't remember. But, so, Jeremy LaValle was nice enough to DM me this, and here's the CFL logos through the day, and he was basically saying how much he misses the CFL, damn COVID, and aren't we all on that train? But the one at the bottom, of course, is the most recent logo. The one on the top right was the one before that. The one in the middle with the helmet, which that, that is actually my favorite. I, what do I say so many times here, Darren? You never forget your first. Yeah. When I came into the league, that was the logo. And I think, I guess it was 02 that they changed it. 33 with, um, years of that logo. I said Jeff Giles, and it wasn't Jeff Giles. It was the guy that's the athletics director at London, Ontario now at Western. Who's that, Dix? Why am I drawing a blank? They've had so many commissioners, they can't remember them. So do you? that's what I was going to face off on, favorite logos. Yeah, I like the one on the top right, so we can, agree, we can disagree. I love it. So the face-off is for the ultimate fan zone yeah. and for the Mad Greek restaurant. And for me, it's, it's the helmet logo. I st for years, 
Even after they changed logos, I used the old logo on all my posts, and it drove Mark Cohan nuts. I'm still trying to remember that name. But, yeah, it's the helmet. It's classic. I see no reason to change. You don't see the NHL changing. You don't see the NFL changing or Major League Baseball. And people say to me, oh, yeah, Rod, the NHL tweaked theirs. They streamlined theirs. Come on. It's the same thing. It's a shield. Why do you love the... uh, which, by the way, I do like the top right one. I like the, the, the way they one. blend the football and the maple leaf. I think it's sleek. The lettering is very simple, but yet the font with the little italicized, it's very clear. Um, it looks really good on a, on a T-shirt or on a hat. You could move the top of the, the, flat, the maple leaf and the, um, the football to the side if you wanted a longer, more rectangle logo. I think there's a lot of really good... Uh, Really good things about it. And it's what I grew up with was that logo. Well, there you go. Right? I, I guess we can change it every generation. You want to wrap it up? By the way, Colin in Ottawa got it. Michael oh. Lisko was the guy who changed that. So I, I like Mike. I liked him a lot. Yeah. I pulled up the list. I was like, do you want me to go through of what? 15 commissioners? Oh, bing, 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 no, bing, bing. No. But. So anyway, and then the, and then the other one is the, uh, the passing yards. Again, I want Tom Brady to win everything. And I did vote for Tom Brady in today's poll question. Who will have more passing yards in Super Bowl 55? But for the reasons I outlined earlier, I just think there's going to be too much pressure in his face. They're going to be relying on the run game, short passing game. And Mahomes, I could see him airing it out, couldn't you? Mm-hmm. This is not going to be the chuck and duck, hucking and chucking, air raid offense we're used to with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. That's my opinion. That's my prediction. And you're saying? they need. I'm saying Tampa. I want to say Tampa. I don't know. I'm still not making my decision yet. But I do think that... They need to control the, uh, the offense. They need to control the ball. Uh, Dupes didn't put a stick on the ice for faceoff. But no. anyways, you changed this, eh? It's brought to you by the Mad Greek Restaurant in Moose Jaw for uh, available for licensed dining, takeout, or delivery. Visit their website at themadgreekeatery.com. And if you need Super Bowl apparel for Sunday's big game, head to the Ultimate Fan Zone in Moose Jaw, your one-stop shop for the sports fans on your list. Memorabilia, collectibles, licensed team apparel, and more. Visit the Man Cave, downtown Moose Jaw, or find them on Facebook and Instagram at, at Ultimate Fan Zone Moose Jaw. This is fantastic. Tomorrow on the program, Warren Moon. The only man in both Canadian Football Hall of Fame and Pro Football Hall of Fame. Our director of scouting, Craig Smith, and Mike Abu Meshrick, Grey Cup champion. See you tomorrow at noon Eastern right here on Game Plus TV. McFly, hello! For more Rod Peterson on demand, visit rodpeterson.com. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.